Monday, July 29th, 2019. My name is Jeremy. There we go. <laughs> and this is my first cup of coffee. Apparently I'm spacing out. Oh, running a couple minutes late today. I didn't even give my 30 seconds that I'm supposed to give. Wow, I am off. I will not let this be a precursor to how today is going to go. Oh. All right, first cup of coffee. Bam. Oh, man. Blankets all over here. It's a mess. Okay. So, had a great weekend. Had a great weekend. Um, time with friends. Traveled to Maine for some, uh, for some martial arts, for some karate uh, with my, my crew up there. And just, just had a great old time. We trained, we ate, we talked. It was just, it was wonderful. And of course, because it seems to be coming a pattern, uh, horrendous rainstorms on the drive home. Trees down, it was nuts. It's crazy. But other than that, like the ride out was great. Beautiful area. And yeah, it's just a good weekend. Oh, hope you had a good weekend as well. Hope you're ready to start off the week. Hope Monday is not as much of a, that's the word I'm looking for, dramatic adjustment as it often is for me. I'm, I'm committed to not letting it be this, this week, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I tend to know right after the show. Within the first hour, I can feel it. Yeah. It's going to be another hot one. It's supposed to be 88. Tomorrow's supposed to be 90. So, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Right. Uh, what's on the docket for today? Fortunately, not a lot. I have one meeting that popped up over the weekend. And beyond that, I'm just getting work done. So, my plan is to do some work here. And then I'm going to pop out for that meeting. Probably hang out at a coffee shop, do some work there and probably come back, do some more work here. I find that if I have that variety, you know, when I'm doing boring email desk work, just to change venue once in a while makes a difference for me. It feels different enough. And then of course, not being home, not being here at, in this space, as much as I love my space, I'm less distracted. There's no cat, there are no plants calling to me, there's no pile of chores and laundry and 10,000 other things I can use to distract myself. And it's easy to distract yourself with things that you should do. It's easy to put laundry away and not consider it procrastinating, but it is. I've always been bad at that. You could tell when I had a big paper or project due in college by how clean my room was. Be vacuuming at 11.30 at night, washing the windows. My roommate thought it was great. No, no. I'll write this paper as soon as I clean the grout in, in the bathroom. Ridiculous. So we got some questions. If you want to ask me a question, you can ask a question below. And I'll answer it tomorrow. 
I like answering questions. It's fun. And given that, it, especially on a Monday, I don't have to think so hard, usually. Sometimes you guys ask me complex questions. But most of the time, I can just come up with the answers. <sighs> All right. There it is. First question. It has been said that martial arts can be good for people with ADHD, ADD. Is this congruent with your experience? Yes. And here's my understanding of it. Um, I am not diagnosed as having ADD, but I suspect that I do. However, I don't allow myself to have it. Now let me explain what that means. Um, as a kid, I exhibited all the signs and in school they wanted to test me and my mother said, no, because I'm not letting you put them on meds anyway. So it was figuratively kind of beaten out of me. Um, and I spent enough time just having to figure it out having to work with uh, with those constraints that I no longer seem to exhibit the typical effects or symptoms. Yet, I do much better when I have movement incorporated in my day, as I believe we all do, but I also struggle with creative thought while sitting. Um, there are certain things that I do really well sitting, you know, just kind of getting work done, but I need that movement. And I think that that's the thing that martial arts provides that makes it so effective, is that there's an educational component and there's a movement component. So for people who have ADD, ADHD, or anything else that might be similar, I'm far from a, a psychiatrist who would diagnose such things. I think that combination of movement and learning and in many or even most styles, the physical expression of the, the creative movement, you know, free sparring or, or shadow boxing, whatever, I think is really helpful. The ability to express oneself through movement, I think is awesome. I think everybody, um, benefits from that, but especially people who are predisposed against sitting in a chair all day and yet forced to sit in a chair all day. Um, I could go on a rant about how conventional public education is probably one of the most counterproductive things for young children, but I won't because that's not what you're here for. Martial arts is great for a variety of things. Uh, good morning, Jeremy. How do you deal with the poor me? I have medical issue XYZ in color belts and also in black belts. If you have experienced it, I think a lot of us have. Um, let me see. Am I done with this? Am I done with this question? Um, yeah. Yeah, I can answer this one. Um... 
the victim mentality, whether it's with a medical issue or I can't afford to come to class or whatever it is, people will either find reasons to do something or reasons to not do something. And it is neither your responsibility, honestly, or your right to find a way to solve that. If somebody wants your help in solving it, that's different. If you're teaching and someone says, oh, I can't do this because of, you know, whatever, um, that's a conversation that should happen outside of class. Um, if it's a medical condition that you don't understand, it's one that you should read up on, or at the very least, um, or you should at least read up on, maybe you should have a conversation with their doctor. Because if someone's throwing that out there, especially as a higher rank, black belt even, it means that they're not getting past that anytime soon. It means either they found a way to work around it or they are training in a school that has permitted them to make some concessions. Because really, at the end of the day, what is martial arts about? Martial arts is about growth. And there are plenty of medical conditions that are going to hold people back. There are also medical conditions that people construct their identity around because they see themselves as less than or as a victim. Stacy says, if you have issues, modify, but keep moving. Yes. We, we all have something. None of us is perfect physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. We all have things that affect us. And one of the beautiful things about martial arts is that if approached properly, regardless of what those conditions are, you can move forward. You can still grow. You can still get better. It doesn't matter if you're in a wheelchair. It doesn't matter if you're down a leg. It doesn't matter if you have chronic depression. It doesn't matter if you have ADD. You can find a way to get better at your martial arts practice. People that have a victim mentality, people that identify with their shortcomings, tend to be, in my experience, lacking something. I'm not going to say what, because that can, that can vary dramatically. But they're lacking something. And I think that the first thing I would do if, you know, I'm a high rank or an instructor, well, if I'm a high rank, I would, I would speak to my instructor, because they probably know more of the story than you do. And to make assumptions or to ju pass judgment or to implement solutions without speaking to your instructor seems premature and possibly counterproductive. But if you are the instructor, the school owner, then you should have a conversation with them outside of class. You should say, okay, um, it's time that we sit down and talk about this and what this means. And try to assume the best. If you assume that they're simply trying to get out of a certain thing, 
you're not going to have solutions. But if you assume the best, you're assuming that it's a legitimate condition, you're assuming that it really is debilitating or, or hindering them, then the two of you can come up with solutions together. Because you don't want to put them on the spot. You don't want to embarrass them. You want to make training a positive experience for everyone. And it can suck. It can be really hard. And to be perfectly honest, I don't see a lot of people who come in with a victim mentality last. Because martial arts is empowering. And if someone's identity is wrapped around them being a victim, they're not going to know who they are if they're empowered. And they will quite often resist that growth. Bam. Bonus question. You have commented in the past that you have trouble starting new habits. How do you overcome that? I schedule them. I schedule things. Uh, I do well with lists and order and organization. So I use my calendar. You're welcome, Wesley. I use my calendar very, very religiously. If you look on my day, I have everything but meals scheduled. Everything from martial arts and from the, and the gym and all the, the miscellaneous things. Like Mondays, I take care of a lot of little stuff like uh, looking at responding to the reviews that we have on Amazon. Um, checking a few other little things like that. Um, all the way down to once a month, I make sure I, that the, the shredder, the paper shredder is emptied. Now that sounds ridiculous to a lot of people, but it allows me to not think about it. I have, um, I have a cleaning schedule set. I have it set when I will, like Mondays I, I, I deal with the cat's litter box and swap out her food and water dishes, right? Like these are very trivial things, but they're things that need to be done. And the way that I work, I need to schedule everything. So when there's a new habit, when there's something that I'm, I'm, I find is, is valuable, that I want to include in my life. I will figure out at what frequency I can handle it and find a way to incorporate that into my life. My calendar is my to-do list and my priority list and my schedule. And I find that once I do something for a few weeks and, and you know, the, the figure 21 days is kicked around. Once you've done something for 21 days, it becomes a habit. Um, I, I've also seen some data that, that strongly contradicts that, that it can be shorter, but it's generally much longer. Uh, once I've done something for a while, I don't have as much resistance to it. I don't have as much pushback because honestly, my life is so scheduled. I push back against a lot of things. Um, there are plenty of things I've stopped doing that I've removed from my calendar because I just, I don't want to look at them. I don't care if they get done. Do I have any other strategies? No. No, I, I, I guess the only other component to that is making sure 
there's a strong why. Why am I making this a habit? Why is this important enough to incorporate into my life? There are a thousand things that I could do that would be beneficial. Most of them aren't worth the time or the emotional energy or, or uh, the distraction, honestly. So don't do them. You gotta pick your battles. All right, last question for today. What do you think are obvious signs that you're dealing with a sketchy martial arts school owner? Mm. Sketchy could, could come through in a lot of different ways. I'm, I'm thinking of people that might be sketchy, not necessarily people I know. Do I know any sketchy martial arts school owners? Yeah, I know a couple. I haven't trained with them. Um, depends on what your definition of sketchy is. So when we, when we think about the ways that a martial arts instructor or school owner might fail us, I can think of a few things. One, poor curriculum. You know, they're, they're not really qualified to teach what they're teaching either you know, they, they don't know what they say they know, or they just, they're really terrible at teaching it. Um, so overly financially focused that they're just trying to grab all your money. Um, or there's some, you know, third category breakdown in integrity. And this, this might be the school owner who is trying to date all their female, all their students. I said female students as if all instructors are male. I apologize for that. That is not the case. Um, in my mind, the archetype of the sketchy school owner who is going to date their students is male, but let's be equal opportunity. Women can be sketchy too. Uh, so the, the school owner is trying to date their students, um, you know, something like that. If you have trained at other schools, it's probably going to be easier to pick up on that. Uh, the money thing tends to be pretty obvious. They want a lot of it before you even start training or very, very early on. Uh, there seems to be a priority on money and your ability to buy things, buy extra training, buying uh, commitment. But, you know, and, and this doesn't mean that, that financially focused schools have to be sketchy. But these are just, these are some of the signs that it could be. Um, for me, it would be, it would, it would be a vibe, an attitude, whether they're a school owner or, or not, whether it's somebody I, I meet out in my day-to-day -day life. Sketchy people are sketchy people and they present themselves in that way. And I think you just have to trust your gut, trust your instincts. We all have instincts regardless of our rank in martial arts. If someone's sketchy, they're sketchy. And if someone is, if, if you, if you're visiting a school, if you're checking out a school and you think it might be sketchy, um, my rule suggestion of observing a class or more than one before you start to participate absolutely stands. If someone won't let you observe a class, I don't think you should go there. If someone won't let you participate in a class, before making a commitment, I wouldn't attend that school.
if someone's going to be closed off and, and that, um, if you have to make a commitment to, to see what's going on, means they're possibly, maybe even probably, means they're hiding something. People who hide things are sketchy. That's probably the common denominator as I'm thinking about it. If something is being hidden, that's probably it. So, alrighty. Great questions today. Thank you to everyone who asked, excuse me, to everyone who asked questions. If you wanna ask questions, drop it below. I'll answer it tomorrow. Remember we do the show every weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern right here on YouTube and you can catch it later in your podcast app. So let me give you some homework now. Let's take a look back at today's questions and see what I can give to you. Let's talk about habits. So I told you a little bit about my habits, how I start a new habit, how I decide if a habit is even worth implementing or starting. We all have good habits, we all have bad habits. So you have habits. I would like you to take a look at the habits that you have. I'd like you to come up with one good one and one bad one. One good one that you would like to start, one bad one that you would like to stop. I would like you to look at the two and decide if it makes sense for you to make one of those changes. Now just pick one. The more things you try to change at one time, the fewer things will actually stick. That's a piece that I didn't say when I was talking about habits. So if, you, if there's a habit you wanna start and a habit you wanna stop, don't try to do both. Don't try to change both. The more change you try to implement at one time, the less likely you are to actually make that change. So pick one, make it happen, and figure out what it takes to make that happen. Leave yourself a note on your bathroom mirror or something. And remember, the smaller the change, the more likely it is to happen. You're probably not gonna start going to the gym every day if you never go to the gym. Start by going to the gym three days a week for 20 minutes. Start small. The smaller you start, the more likely it is to happen and grow. Okay. Love your feedback. Love your comments. Appreciate everyone watching. I hope you have an awesome Monday. Oh, there's a new episode of Martial Arts Radio with Professor Chris Pizzo. He came on the show a few couple months ago to talk about whether or not martial arts instructors should make money in their school. And it was a great conversation and I really liked him. So I brought him back and he's here. So you can check that out uh, here on YouTube or at whistlekickmartialartsradio.com. Watch that episode, great episode. All right, hope you have a great day. Take care. Peace.